Tonight I'm talking about encounter with Jesus. Someone say encounter with Jesus. Oh, we have that song we say, everywhere he went, he was doing good. Am I some labor financial labor some fa- i mean labor in family labor in your home labor in your relationship you are under the b- burden of something negative but jesus said when you come i will give you rest Amen. the word rest means freedom Amen. may god give you freedom Amen. i said may god give you freedom Amen. i said may god give you freedom Amen. i see freedom coming to somebody Amen. freedom from sin Amen. freedom from sickness Freedom from confusion. Freedom from the burdens of the enemy. Freedom from poverty. Freedom from curses. Freedom from the assignment of the wicked one. May God give you freedom. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In John chapter 10 verse 10, Jesus said that the devil is a thief. He comes not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. The thief always takes what does not belong to him. But Jesus said, I have come that you may have life and you will have it abundantly. From tonight, may you receive the abundant life of God. As I receive the abundant life of God. He came, he came. Where did Jesus come from? He came from on high, amen. He came from heaven, hallelujah. He came from heaven to earth. Yet to the cross My death to pay From the cross to the grave From the grave to the sky Lord, I lift your name on He came from heaven to earth And the Bible says in John chapter 3 verse 31 He that is from above oh, he is above all, hallelujah He that coming from above 
is above all. So if Jesus is from above, then he's above all. And when we receive Jesus Christ, we also live the life that is from above. And which is the winningest life. Which is the conquering life. That's why we say, thanks be to God who causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus. Thanks be to God who always gives us the victory in Christ Jesus. So God has given you the victory in Christ Jesus. According to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse number 57 and 58. Hallelujah. Tell somebody, I am more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. And Ephesians chapter 2, verse 4 and 6 says that God, who is in mercy, for his great love of which he loved us. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 4 and 6. God, being rich in mercy, because of his great love which he has loved us. Oh, even when he says that when we're dead in trespasses and sins, when we're dead in trespasses, he has made us alive together with Christ. Today, you've been made alive together with Christ. When Jesus died, he, never, he didn't stay in the tomb forever. He was raised from the dead. On the third day, that's why Jesus said, Oh, 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 death, where is thy tomb? Oh, grave, where is thy victory? For death has been swallowed in victory. And the Bible says he has raised us up with him and we are seated with him in heavenly places. So spiritually, you are seated in heavenly places now. That's what the Bible says, that whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven and whatever you lose on earth is loose in heaven. And God has made you a priest and a king. According to Revelation chapter 1, verse 5 and 6. And according to Ecclesiastes chapter 4, he said, where the word of a king is, there is. Tell somebody, I am a king and I'm a priest. And where the word of a king is, there is power. So there is power in my words. There is power in my, my, my declarations. Hallelujah. In Second Peter chapter 1 verse 3 and 4, the Bible says in 2 Peter chapter 3, it says that according as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. The divine power of God has given unto us all things. So I must say all things, all things that pertain unto life and godliness. And this comes through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. That's what I've been called unto glory and unto virtue. Hallelujah. You've not been called on to defeat. You've been called on to glory. You've been called to live well. You've been called to eat well. You've been called to dress well. You've been called to live in the best of houses. You've been called to marry. You've been called to have children. You've been called to have businesses. You've been called to flourish. I say you've been called to flourish. The Bible says that the righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. Are you righteous? Then you shall flourish like the palm tree. Every part of the palm tree is important. Ah, and so you are flourishing. The Bible says that you shall grow tall like the cedar of Lebanon. It means that you shall be imposing. You shall not be dwarfed. You shall not be hidden. You shall not be, you shall not be put under a bushel. Your light shall shine. I say your light shall shine. And that's why Isaiah said, arise and shine. For the light is come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. Hallelujah. He said, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises. That by these promises, by these promises in the word of God, you might be partakers of the divine nature. So in Christ, you now have got the nature of God. Amen. Having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Every corruption of defeatism, you have, you, you have escaped it. Amen. You have escaped it. Amen. You are on your way to your wealthy place. Amen. You are on your way unto honor. 
your way unto glory. Now, when Jesus came, what did he come to do? Jesus came to preach. Someone say, he came to preach. He came to teach. And he came to heal. Hallelujah. In Matthew chapter 4, verse number 23, the Bible says that Jesus came preaching. He went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all manner of sicknesses, and all manner of diseases among the people. Hallelujah. And Jesus, the Bible says that Jesus Christ, he's the same yesterday, he's the same today, and he's the same forever. Hallelujah. So whatever Jesus was doing some time ago, 2,000 years ago, he's still doing it today. He's alive. He does not change. Amen. So we're going to look at when Jesus was physically on earth, the encounters people had, the same the encounters they had, you are also going to have the same encounter. In Mark chapter 2, verse 1 to 3, there was a story of a paralytic man. The man was paralyzed and on his bed. And then they recognized, uh, the Bible says that he, Jesus, entered into Capernaum after some days and it was noise that he was in the house. Don't say he was in the house. So they realized that Jesus was moving all over the place. And this time they found out that Jesus had come home. And straight away, many gathered together. Jesus is a gatherer. That's why wherever the name of Jesus is, there's a gathering. And that's why there's a gathering here today. The Bible says that the gathering was so much that there was no room to receive the people. Not even at the doorstep. It means that people were, had filled the room up and people had filled the, the doorway up. And he preached a word unto them. Hallelujah. And the, and the Bible says that, and they, they come unto him bringing one sick of the palsy, which was born of four. Four guys, four friends, they carried, when they realized where Jesus was, they decided to take the man's issue to Jesus. If you have an issue tonight, take it to Jesus. If there's an issue in your family, take it to Jesus. If there's an issue for your friend, take it to Jesus. So these guys who saw their friend who was crippled, paralyzed, lying on a bed, they decided to take him to Jesus. Can you do it in New King James or another version for me? And the Bible says that and when they could not come here because of the crowd, they uncovered the roof. That means that the guys were, well, can you imagine that? I mean, some people want to come in here and then the, the room it was filled up, the doorway is filled up and they decide to climb the roof and they begin to tear the roof. You hear crowbars working. Remove the roof. Oh, it must take something else. Hey, they uncovered the roof where he was. And when they had broken through, somebody will break through. I said, You are going to break through. They let down the bed on which the paralytic was lying on. They, what they were saying is that wherever Jesus is, we must get there. And listen. Today, wherever Jesus is, your situation must get there. Amen. I said, your situation must get in touch with Jesus. Amen. And when your situation has an encounter with Jesus, there will be a change. And today, Jesus is here, right now, here to bless, here to save, here to deliver, here to anoint, here to change people's circumstances. He is here! Yes. But we say that when, they, when Jesus saw their faith, how did they demonstrate faith? It means that faith can be seen. What is faith? Faith is believing that whatever God has said he will do, he will do it and acting on his word. That's all. Whatever God has said. So if God says you will marry, sister, you will marry. Amen. 
No matter five disappointments, you will marry. And the right man is coming in your life. Your wedding will be beautiful. Your home will be sweet. There will be every good thing in your house. You will have nice fridges. You will have good food. There will be peace in your house. There shall be the voice of rejoicing and salvation and giggling, giggling. Oh, this scripture just tests me out. The voice of rejoicing and salvation in the tabernacle of the righteous. That shall be your portion. Anything that takes away laughter and takes away giggling and takes away celebration in your house, may that thing now be introduced. May that thing now be released. May that thing now be produced in your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I say in the name of Jesus. So the Bible says that when they lowered him, they lowered him to Jesus. Where Jesus was. Because it, it amazed Jesus that, you see, to get to Jesus, first of all, you are going to find the crowd that will be a limitation. The people wanted to get to Jesus, but the place was filled with people, and there were people who were standing by the doorway. So nobody was going to give him a chance. There are people who don't want to give you a chance to get too close to Jesus. First of all, circumstances will not give you a chance. And there are human beings who will stop you from getting close to the Lord. That's why sometimes voices, sometimes circumstances, sometimes your issues. The truth is that left to the man alone in his paralyzed state, he couldn't be there when meet Jesus. So your circumstance, which has paralyzed you, will stop you. Sometimes you are there and say, ah, if Jesus, if God were to be alive, why should I go through what I'm going through? Why can't I have this? Look at my friends. I'm even better than this person. But look at what this person has. And look at my state. But I tell you, God says, I know the plans I have for you. Plans of good and not of evil. To give unto you a future and hope. And to bring you to an expected end. Somebody, some great blessings coming to your life. Great favor is coming to your life. Great honor is coming to your life. Great promotion is coming to your life. Receive it in the name of the Lord Jesus. So this guy was there. Number two, not only his, his circumstance, but the people were there. So we are not going to give you an opportunity. So do, number one, do not allow the circumstance and do not allow the people. Are you getting me? Then number three, the environment. Everything was sealed. So how could he get to Jesus? But he had to break through the environment. Tell somebody, break through the environment. So he had to get, they had to get rid of what, you see, whatever it takes for you to get rid of the of limitation, you must get rid of the limitation. Whatever it takes you to be able to pray. Sometimes, some of you, your, your house and environment is said that you cannot pray. Go under the shower and be speaking in tongues. Go to the toilet and speak in tongues. Act like you are sleeping and put the pillow on your face. And act like you are sleeping for one hour. And that one hour you are praying. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Decide to walk alone instead of walking with the crowd. So that you can have time to pray. Can I have an amen? amen? Do whatever it takes. Listen, this year, do whatever it takes to be alone with Jesus. It is your aloneness with Jesus that will bring about productivity in your life. Someone say aloneness. aloneness. Yeah, with Jesus. And so when they lowered the, they lowered the mat, the man was lying on. And when Jesus saw their faith, it means that you can do something that will demonstrate your faith. Your giving is a demonstration of your faith. Your prayer is a demonstration of your faith. 
This, the, the four friends, you see, they could have said, hey, this man is already paralyzed. If we try to drop him and he turns over, two troubles. Then the people say, we are the one who killed him. We don't want any trouble. So let us not go there. So can you imagine you, as you are there, they are lifting you up on a mat. Up this roof. And four friends lifting you up. I don't know how they managed to do it, but they lifted it there. Then to open the roof and to lower, you will also be there and say, what are you guys doing? You know already I cannot do anything. My hands are paralyzed, my feet are paralyzed. You are lowering me. Please don't do that. You let me lie in the house. But they lowered him to Jesus. And when Jesus saw their faith, look at what Jesus said. When Jesus saw their faith, verse 5, he said to the paralytic son, your sins are forgiven. And when he said that, the people began to get angry and say, who is this guy who is blasphemous and say, your sins are forgiven. And Jesus went further, I think the verse 8 and 9, Jesus went further and said, arise. Amen. When he knew what they were saying, he said to them, your sins are forgiven. And then he said, get up. Take up your mat and walk. Today, you are getting up. Amen. I said, you are getting up. Amen. From wherever you are, you are walking in the place of honor. Amen. And the Bible said that the moment he said that, the man got up. What an encounter with Jesus. Anytime people have an encounter with Jesus, their life changed. In John chapter 9, verse 1 to 12, we also see the story of a man who was born blind. Someone say born blind. The man was born blind. He had never seen before. The Bible says that, and when, as he went along, he saw a man blind from birth. It was Jesus who saw the man. And the disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned? Is it this man or his parents? That, that's the reason why he was born blind. You see, the Jews believe that good or bad comes from God. That's the reason why Job even said that whatever he went through, he believed that it was, I mean, it was from God. But it, it, it's not like that. But that was their belief. So they always believed that if anybody had that issue, either he had sinned or he had done something, either he himself had done something bad or his parents. That is why they asked. But Jesus said, neither this man nor their parents, which shows that people go through situations, it's not because they have sinned and it's not because their parents have sinned, but something is working against them. But whatever is working against them, there is a God who is the answer. You see, Christ is the answer. And when you have an encounter with Christ, you have an encounter with the answer. Somebody say Christ is the answer. So the Jesus said, but this happened so that the glory of God, this happened so that the work of God might be displayed in his life. So the challenge you are going through, it is happening so that the work of God, God will work his work. The work of God shall be displayed. There shall be the manifestation. Oh, everybody will look at you and say, this one, na God. Na God. This one, na God. This one. Somebody say, this one, na God. Amen. This one, na God. This one, na God. And so, what did Jesus say? The Bible says that Jesus spat on the ground. And made a mud pie. Clear. And put it on a guy's eyes. And told him to go and then wash it. It shows that the Lord touches us in very unusual ways. So the way you want, you expect your miracle, that's how it's going to come. Some of you are expecting that 
I mean, maybe I'll finish preaching and things, and after that, then we'll sing. And after the singing, and then something, we will pray for the sick. But as we began the service, the Holy Ghost led me that call some people and pray for them. And as we pray for them, that's it. That's the workings of the Lord. Healings are taking place. Can I have an amen? Yeah. And God is going to meet you at the point of your need in a situation where you have never thought that I is going to do it. Can I have an amen? amen? So he put it, can you imagine? You are already blind. And then they put mud on your eyes. They, that, that is to increase the intensity of the, of the blindness. And then he, said, he told him, go and wash in the pool of Siloam. What you're telling him, that means that he should take a step of faith. Hebrews 11, 6 says that he that cometh to God must believe that he is. He said, in the Hebrews 11, 1, and he's a, he's a reward, reward of those who, are, who diligently seek him. And he says that without faith, it is impossible to please God. It means that without faith, without confidence in the word of God, and without acting on the word of God, it is impossible to get anything from God. Amen. That means that to get something from God, you must know what his word is saying, and you must act on his word. And it, it sounded foolish, it sounded stupid that, I mean, somebody should spit on the ground. Assuming as part on the ground. Pia. And I said, put it on your face. And your face will glow. Say, Pastor, stop, stop that kind of thing. <laughs> ah. If for nothing, put anointing on your by your spit. Why? This unhygienic kind of thing. I'm not saying go and be spitting you. It's something Jesus did. You know, and I am not also I'm not I'm not also giving credence to anything that anybody is doing anywhere. I'm only preaching about what Jesus did. Can I have an amen? Yeah, yeah, amen. So that when somebody jumps on up and says, Jesus, Jesus told me, yeah, after all, Jesus part and then put us so we too I'm jumping and stepping on people's heads and people's whatever. Please, unless maybe the Lord told you, if the Lord told you, me I'm not a judge. Hallelujah, <laughs> amen. But I'm preaching the words of Jesus. Amen. Yeah, yeah. Because we are in Easter time and we are talking about Jesus. So I'm preaching Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeah. And when the Bible says that the guy went and washed, and when he went to wash, he saw. And then the neighbor saw him and said, Is that not the guy? Some said, He's him. He's not him. Because see, when people are blind, that's the way they walk. And the way they do their things. But they realized that the guy was not acting the same again. So the people were confused. Ladies and gentlemen, listen. God is going to touch you. And when God touches you, people will be confused about you. Amen. They will see you and they say, no, no. Ah, the, the guy, is, he, the, his dressing is too nice. Charlie, the lady. Uh, is it the sister who is from Springs of Life? No, 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 we can't believe it. Is it the lady in the choir that we know? Uh, she, but she's been working all the time. But how come that we see that she's coming out of a hammer? Wearing the nine shades. I can see her in the shades, her dark shades, with some wild Gucci, Gucci bag. And when I look at her shoes, ah, that man, that man, how did it happen like that? It cannot be her. We said, no, 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 it, it is her. In fact, she spoke to me two weeks ago, and she, she blessed me. She gave me 5,000 cities. I couldn't even believe it. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Hallelujah. It will happen to you live. I said to happen to you live. It will happen to you live. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. 
Because I know people have followed me like that by the grace of God. Held my Bible, watched for me. And I've seen how God has changed their lives. And when they were doing things, people were laughing at them and st- trying to stop them and insulting them. I said, leave them alone. It's not man you are doing it for, it's God you are doing it for. And God will do it for you. And God will bless you. And today they can travel all over the places. Today people call them special names. It's the hand of the Lord. The same God who did it for them, he will do it for you also. I said the same God who did it for them, he will do it for you also. They they were confused. People will be confused about you. I said they they cannot believe the kind of dresses you'll be wearing. They can't believe where you are going to be staying. They knew you were staying at Choco. You knew that you were staying at San Corner at Bachona. You were struggling. Five of you in a room. The room was so hot and that you couldn't even survive. Not even a fan for you. But every corner of your house will be full of air condition. Oh, you are not saying like people who believe the word of the Lord. That shall be your portion. You will have the, the car you take to work. And your Sunday work. Your Sunday church car. Car for your weddings. Car for your children. Do you know that people have these things in their homes? People have these things in their homes. Yeah. Cars at their house helps drive. Where they take it to market. Market car. Shopping car. School car. May that become your portion. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeah, these guys were there. Confused. And then the guy said, I am the one. Someone said, I am the one. Any miracle, favor, honor, good marriage, having lovely children, having your own business, having international doors, good health, long life, progress, honor, handsomeness, beauty, lovely home. That shall be your portion. You are the one. I said, you are the one. You are the one. You are the one. You are the candidate for that blessing. Receive it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. The people couldn't be. So the neighbors contested it. And then they took him over to their parents. You know, they took the Pharisees. The Pharisees also were doubting. So the Pharisees went to the parents and said, this is your child. He said, yeah, this is our child. We know from birth, from birth, he was blind. But we don't know what has happened. He can see. Then they go to the guy. The guy said, they were also trying to say that Jesus was a bad person because he had healed on the Sabbath day. You see, God is going to touch you on, on a day that will confound people's mind. That is why you don't have to miss any church service. That is why you don't have to miss. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were angry about the fact that Jesus can heal on any day, but not on the Sabbath day. They didn't want that. Yeah. And so they were angry. And so they said Jesus was a sinner. And the guy said, you know what? Whether he's a sinner or not, I don't care. What I know that is that once I was blind, but now I can see. People will say bad things about your Jesus. They will say bad things about your church. But he said, one thing I know is that once this was my condition, but now it has changed. Once I came to the church with, uh, with what? Uh, uh, is it green shoe? Cream canvas. Eh? Cream canvas. Cream canvas. Yeah. Eh? Pink. Pink shirt. Yeah. 
and then green trousers, kind of green, green, green trousers, pink shirt, cream suit, eh? rainbow colors. Not born again, coming from the north, worshiping idols. But as he came, as he came, Jesus Christ touched his life, has turned his life around, blessed him with a job, made him a deacon. Is that not it? Yeah. Now, he doesn't wear talismans. He wears a cross. Yeah. And above all, God has given me a job. And he has given me a beloved. And on the 14th, he's going to marry. He's also going to wear a ring. His life is changing. His life is changing. And he can say, all I know is that once I was a sinner, but now I have been saved, and my life is changed for good and for... Oh! Somebody, your life is about to change. A miracle is about to happen to you. In the name of the Lord Jesus, grace is happening to you. Favor is happening to you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Let me take you to one quick story and then we'll pray and then we are done. Hallelujah. These days, everything is short, 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 short. Someone say short, short. Oh. <laughs> Am I preaching somebody here? In Mark chapter 10, there was another blind man from verse number 46. He's called Bartimaeus. Someone say Bartimaeus. The Bible says that Bartimaeus was sitting by the roadside. <laughs> But Timaeus means the son of Timaeus. And the word Timaeus means noble. The son of nobility. Son of honor. But Timaeus also means honor. So I'll say honor. honor. The man's name means honor. Son of honor. Son of nobleness or nobility. And yet he was not noble because he was blind. Blind that he could not see. Blind sitting by the roadside begging. He was being placed there by people all the time. Help to go and sit by the roadside to bed. But your condition will not be so forever. Today you've been depending on others to eat. Depending on others to wear. Depending on others to survive. But the Lord God Almighty will give you your independence. Will take away. Will turn your story around and make a way where there seems to be no way. Somebody shout, I receive it. In the name of the Lord Jesus. As we're sitting by the roadside, Jesus was passing by. So he said, Jesus was passing by. He heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth. And he began to shout. He said, faith comes by hearing. So he said, faith comes by hearing. And that's why it's important to hear the word of God. Hear the word of God. And anytime you, the word of God is being preached, make sure nobody distracts you. Amen. Nobody distracts you. Anytime that I have opportunity to hear the word of God, if I can sit as close as possible to the pastor, I sit there. Because the truth is that anointing moves from the front to the back. So those of you who like to be back benches, if I were you, some of you are sitting at the back, would rather transfer ourselves and come in the front there. Except for a special reason. Can I have an amen? Yeah, because anointing moves from the back. When a man of God is laying hand, he lays hands from the front to the back. Except a few cases where the Spirit of God will lead him to certain places at the back. Am I, sure, am I teaching something? And usually in school, you realize that people will sit at the back. If you sit at the back, some around you distract you. But when you sit in front, nobody distracts you because the teacher is watching you. And then so you, know, you don't play any pranks, nothing. 
so that you don't you miss nothing and you become a, a good student and excellent student. When he heard Jesus, he began to shout and said, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. By that statement that he made, it indicated the fact that Je the man was not a Jew, but the man was, was a Gentile. Because the Jews didn't believe that Jesus was the son of God. Are you following me? They didn't believe that Jesus was the son of God. They didn't believe that Jesus was the son of David. So then he said, have mercy on me. You see, they also believed that the, a, a bad condition meant that it came from God. So have mercy means that exempt me from this condition. Exempt me from this pain. Somebody say, Lord, Lord have, mercy. have mercy. 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 When you say mercy, it means that exempt me. Whatever punishment is coming on me, may, may, may I escape it. May God let you escape any difficulty that ought to come your way. Whatever your father did, your mother did, that has to bring any difficulty, may you be exempted. Exempted from evil. Exempted from shame. Exempted from difficulty in Jesus' name. He said, have mercy on me. And when he shouted, have mercy on me, the people said, shut up. They told him to shut up, and he wouldn't shut up. Amen. Continue. He said, shut up, and he wouldn't shut up. And the Bible says that he shouted all the more. Listen to me. Don't give up praying. Don't quit praying. Whatever you're asking God for, keep on asking. Keep on asking. Your continual asking is an indication of your faith. I see your husband coming. I see your children coming. I see your business partner coming. I see the honor coming. I see the breakthrough coming. I see uncommon favor coming to you. He said, have mercy on me. Hallelujah. What did the man say? He opened his mouth. He vocalized. Somebody say he vocalized. Do you remember that yesterday we learned the fact that the Bible said that you shall have what you say. Yes. Someone said, I shall have, I shall have what, I say. what I say. And when he said, have mercy on me, the Bible said that Jesus stopped and said, bring him here. Hallelujah. Amen. He said, cheer. He, and then the people said, what? He's calling you. The same people said, don't shout. Now they say he's calling you. Amen. It means that do not let the people stop you. Hallelujah. People will stop you from serving God. Amen. In this church, some people will stop you from coming. Sometimes, even when a preacher is preaching, the way they make their faces, what they are trying to say is that stop listening to the word. Meanwhile, they are listening to it too. Are you getting me? Do not let anybody stop you. Listen, when people die, they don't, do, they don't put two, two dead bodies, not even twins. Do they put them in one coffin? And when you are going, you are going alone. And when you are facing judgment, you are facing judgment alone. So make sure that you are serving God. Don't let husband, don't let wife, don't let children, don't let those of you who say you say you let your children and say it's my child, my child, my child. Listen to me. That child, one day you see that your the child even will be snobbing you. Your child will be snobbing you. Your child will have no time for you. So you better look for God yourself and know God yourself. And serve God. Do not let anybody, anything stop you from serving God and having your encounter with Him. Yeah. Honor your parents. Yes. Love your parents. Yes. But Bible says that obey your parents in the Lord, in the context of the Word of God. Listen to me. If I had followed even some, what some of my relations were saying, I would not be a pastor. It's true. I would not be a pastor. In fact, my mother didn't want me to be a pastor. Are you getting me? My mother didn't want me to be a pastor. But it was the mind of God for me to be a pastor. Because that my same mother, when I was born, 
a prophet took me and spat into my mouth and said, you are going to be, this, your child is going to be a man of God. But whilst I was growing up, like Isaac, Isaac <laughs> had to, knew that Jacob was the one to get the blessing, but yet he was releasing the blessing unto Esau. So their mothers and fathers, eh, they, they would do things to want to go contrary to the will of God. So your mother can lead you to something. Go and marry a certain man you don't have to marry because the man has got cash today. So that the sum of the cash will come to him. Am I teaching something to you? No. Yes, I'm telling you. They were telling me, they were trying to take me to Germany at a certain time to follow a guy. No, no, the guy was dealing in drugs. The guy was dealing in drugs. But today I go to Germany and I go in grand style. Not as a not as a, a, a drug peddler. I go as an as an ambassador of Jesus Christ. I am treated well. Are you getting me? So so do not look do kululu to get somewhere. In God's own time, He makes all things. Oh. He said He's calling you. And the moment he said he's calling you, the first thing the guy did was that he jumped up to his feet. You see, when it comes to the call of God, there's no negotiation with family, with friends. Throw it away. The Bible says that he jumped to his feet and then he threw away the cloth that indicated that he was a beggar. You see, when Pharaoh called Joseph, the first thing Joseph did was he shaved his beard because the Egyptian royalty don't believe in beard. And he knew that once he was going there, he was not coming back a slave and he was not coming back a prisoner. So he, he changed his attitude. And somebody, you've got to change your attitude from today. He changed his garment, he shaved his beard and went. So he jumped and threw away what identified him as a blind person. And then when he came to Jesus, Jesus asked him, what do you want me to do for you? And then he said, that I want to see. I might see. He vocalized what he wanted. You shall decree a thing and it shall be established. Numbers 14, 28. God said, so long as I live, what you have said in my ears, so will I do unto you. So what you are saying, that is what God is going to do unto you. Can I have an Amen. And yesterday we learned about the importance of word. So here we find out that Bartimaeus declared what he wanted. Tonight, what do you want? Ask your friend, what do you want? Shout it again, what do you want? Hallelujah. Bartimaeus, Bartimaeus declared that I might what? See. What you say is what you see. Tell your friend what you say is what you see. In Genesis 1 3, when the earth was without form and void, the Bible said, God said, Let there be light, and there was light. But God said, It's what He saw. Even God, what He said was what He saw. So when you, you say, You say, I'm the righteousness of God, I'm blessed from today. Poverty is not my portion, failure is not my portion, dishonor is not my portion. Anything that is negative in my father's house minus me. I am walking in honor, I am walking in glory. I am getting first class. I am doing well in life. I am a trailblazer in my family. Oh, that shall happen to you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. 
Why do you have to say? Because saying guarantees your desire. Saying, say, say it after me. Saying guarantees my desire. You see, your mouth is a factory house and your words are your raw materials. Your mouth, say my mouth is a factory house and my words are the raw materials. What I say is what I get. You see, the raw materials bring about the products. Is that right? So what produce are you putting in your factory? <laughs> Hallelujah. And according to Genesis 8.22, so long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest time. Your words are seeds. So the seeds you plant, you get a harvest. Galatians chapter 6 verse 7. Whatsoever a man sows, whatsoever a man sows, so shall he reap. You never lack what you sow. So may you sow good things. I said may you sow good things. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Now, why do you need to say it? Because Psalm 91 verse 2 says that, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. So why do you have to say it? Ask a friend, why do you have to say it? Number one, you say it in order to give God something to perform. You say it to give God something to perform. Your words are seeds. So unless you give the soil a seed, the soil can give you no harvest. Unless you give the soil a particular seed. If you want if you want corn, you must give the soil what? Corn seeds. If you want tomatoes, you must give the soil tomatoes. If you want marriage, you must give your, 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 your spiritual soil or you must give to God what? Marriage seeds. What are the marriage seeds? God puts a solitary into family. So I shall be put into a family. Can I have an amen? What are the seeds of prosperity? Psalm 113 verse Psalm 113. He says that he raises the poor out of the dust, leaves the needy out of the downhill, that he might sit among his princes, even the prince of his people. He maketh the barren man to keep house and to become a joyful mother of children. So shall, shall, shall that be your portion. He raised the poor out of the dust. Is there anybody who is poor? The Lord is raising you from the dust. The dust is talking about the place of shame. Leave the needy out of the downhill or the ash heap. That he might set him among the princes. I see you walking among the princes. He maketh the barren woman to keep house. If you are keeping house, it means you are getting married. He settled the, bar the woman in her home as a happy mother of children. May this happen to you in the name of Jesus. When you step into your home, see, some people, as they step into your home, their home is not nice. It's not a happy home. But may your home be a happy home. I said, may your home be a happy home. A place of joy. A place of excitement, not a place of accusation. The reason why some people are afraid to get to your home because their home is a place of accusation. It's a place of animosity. It's a place of force. It's a place of confusion. But as for your place, your home may be a blissful home. In the name of Jesus. So, the number one reason why you have to say what you have to say is because what? You, you give God something to perform. Mark eleven twenty three. 23. You shall have what you say. Whosoever shall say to this mountain, be removed and shall not doubt in his heart, but believe that the thing which he says shall come to pass, he shall have. Say, he shall have. Say, I shall have what I say. Amen. In John 16, 23, 24. Look at what John 16, 23, 24. He says, in that day you will no longer ask me anything. I tell you the truth. My father will give you whatsoever you ask in my word 
Nay. So when you ask anything in the name of Jesus, the Father will do it for you. And until now you've asked nothing. Ask and you'll receive that your joy will be complete. Today we are going to ask and your joy shall be complete. In John chapter 14, verse uh, 13 and 14, New King James, please. John chapter 14, 13 and 14, Jesus said, Whatever you shall ask the Father, whatever you shall ask in my name, that will I do it. So anytime you ask, when you open your mouth, you are giving God something to perform with it. It means that if you, if you don't open your mouth, nothing will happen to you. May you open your mouth. And as you open your mouth, may something happen to you. May you receive in the name of Jesus. In fact, in Psalm 81 verse 10, he said, open your mouth wide and I will feel it. May the Lord feel your mouth in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth wide and I will feel it. So what is it that you want? Open your mouth and you receive it. Number two, you say it to command the devil to take his hand off you. When you say it, you are commanding the devil to take his hand off you. Psalm 18 verse 44 to 46 and then 48. Psalm 18. It says, as soon as they hear of me, they obey. The foreigners submit to me. Who are the foreigners? Evil spirits. The foreigners fade away. May every foreigner fade away. Anything that is foreign in your life, shame is foreign, sickness is foreign, confusion is foreign, miscarriage is foreign. May they fade. And they come frightened from their hideouts. May every satanic word come out of your hideout and run away. The Lord lives. Blessed be my rock. Let the God of my, of my salvation be exalted. 46, 48, sorry. 48, 48. He delivers me from my enemies. You also lift me up above those who rise up against me. You have delivered me from the violent man. May the Lord lift you above all those who rise up against you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Can I have an amen? amen? Then finally, you say it. When you say it, you say it for angels to enforce what you say. When you say it, angels are activated to work on your behalf. Psalm 103, verse 20 and 21. Remember that angels are ministering spirits. Psalm 103, verse 20 and 21. He said, bless everybody, read it with me. Bless the Lord, you his angels, who excel in strength, who do his word, who do his who do his? Some of you are sleeping. You are not saying what I'm saying. Who do his? How can I be preaching like that and you are sleeping? What a shock. What a shock. Bless the Lord who you his what? Angels who excel in strength. Who do his word? Heeding the voice of his word. So when we, when we speak the word of God, angels got into activity to operate with the word of God. That is why you must open your mouth. When you open your mouth and you begin to speak, the angels quickly respond to the voice of his word. When you say bad things about yourself, so demons also quickly respond to it. Ish. So say, Ish. Ish. Verse 21. Bless the Lord, all you his hosts, you ministers of his who do his pleasure. Ah, so the angels are ready to do the pleasure of God. It's the pleasure of God that you be the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. The first and not the last. And that no weapon from against you shall prosper. And every tongue that rises up in judgment, you shall condemn. For this is the heritage of the servants of God. Do you remember in Acts chapter 12, from verse number 5, when the, 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 the disciples prayed, God sent an angel to go and deliver Peter from prison. It means that when we open our mouth, angels go in assignment. From today, may angels go in assignment on your behalf. 
I said, may angels get an assignment on your behalf. And in Daniel chapter 10, after Daniel had prayed for 21 days, God sent an angel, and the angel, my, the angel Gabriel came and said, hey, the very first day you began to pray, heaven heard you, but I came, I was sent with an answer. It means that when we pray, God releases angels to bring answers. The angels may be, may be spiritual angels that are celestial angels or physical angels which are physical, but they are all used as agents of God to come and help you. May God release angels to come and help you in the name of Jesus. So you shall have what you say. Tell somebody, I'll have what I say. If Bartimaeus said, I want to see, and he saw, then you too, what you say you want to see, you will see it. May you see it. In Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, give God a hand of praise and bless his holy name. We are going to Thank you Jesus Oh hallelujah Open the eyes of my heart Lord Open the eyes of my heart I want to see you I want to see you Open, open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open, open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. I want to see you. I want to see you. See you. Come on. See you higher and lifted up. Shining, come on, say, shining in the light of your glory. For all your power and love, as we sing, holy, holy, see you, see you, high and lifted up, shining in the light, shining in the light of your glory. Pour out your power, pour out your power and love, as we sing, holy, 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 come on, say, holy, holy. Now, just in a minute, I want to lift your hands and whatever you want to see. But they tried to stop him, but he kept praying. And what he wanted, he got it. You shall have what you say. In Numbers 14 28, God said, Whatever you have said in my ear. To my hearing, or that you, whatever that you you have declared, I will do to the very things I have heard you say. Whatever you want to talk to God about, some things you want to see happen in your life. In the name of Jesus, lift your hand and say, Father, Father in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, today, today, I declare, I declare that by the death of Jesus, death of Jesus and His resurrection, and his resurrection I, have the upper hand I have the upper hand against, against every satanic incursions. Every satanic incursions 
against my life. Any planting of the devil in my life, in my home, in my father's house, in my mother's house, I approach them, I overpower them, I destroy their influence and their impact in the name of Jesus. Any good thing that Satan has tried to delay, I come against the spirit of delay in the name of Jesus. I pray the extension of your grace, your mighty visitation as I lift my voice. Oh God, as I open my mouth wide, fill my mouth with the things I am asking you for. Open the doors to my next level in the name of Jesus. Now lift your voice, begin to declare what you want to see right now. Open your voice. Open your mouth. Two minutes, two minutes. Love to God. we should pray for people that need marital partners. So I'm going to lead you to pray this prayer and as we pray this prayer, we're going to pray for our families as well. Hallelujah. So although, listen to me, anything that is a wall, barrier is going to be broken tonight in the name of the Lord Jesus. So we're going to make this confession and after that, I'm going to be pray, we're going to be praying for families. Hallelujah. Amen. So all those who believe in God for marital partners, you know, as you're praying this, Bible says you, you shall decree a thing and it shall be established. So as we pray, it shall be established. Amen. Sometimes there are forces that are stopping the right partner from coming to your life. 
Today we drive away all wrong partners and we command only the good partners to come. In the name of Jesus. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Today. Today. I take authority, I take authority over, satanic forces over satanic forces that are trying to delay me, to delay me from getting married. From getting married. I overthrow their tables, overthrow their tables and overrule their rulings. Overrule their rulings. Anything, Anything from my family background, from my, family background, my, background my, mother's house, my mother's house, and my father's house, my father's house that, delay that delay marriages, marriages and stop marriages, and stop marriages from, happening. from happening. And even when their marriages, when they are marriages bring about separation and divorce, today, today I rebuke that spirit. I curse that spirit. I declare that my face and countenance shall shine before the person God intends for me to marry in the name of Jesus. Say, I release the favor of God upon my life in the area of marriage. My lines shall fall on pleasant places concerning my desire to get married. I shall not be blindfolded spiritually from the person God intends for me in the name of Jesus. I declare that shall be no procrastinators or time wasters in my path. I shall spiritually locate and be located by my perfect life partner. I bind. I bind. I scatter. I locate. I bind. I scatter. And I cast out every generational curses, all characteristics and cycles of lifetime, of singleness and loneliness in my family life. Any negative thing in my family life that fights effective marriage. Today, you are bound in the name of Jesus. Say, I take authority. I take dominion and I neutralize I paralyze, I bind, and I cast out every satanic covenant in the name of Jesus. I cast out human covenants, I bind soul ties made knowingly or unknowingly in the past on my behalf. I destroy their influence. I declare I'm set free because of the most powerful covenant that I have. With Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus, Jesus sets me, set me free from every curse of the law. I declare, I declare that, I that I shall be married, shall be married and, be and be settled in my own home, in my own family home, in the name of Jesus. Say, so I bind every negative seed in courtship. I prophesy that my courtship shall begin. Very shortly, Very shortly, in Jesus' name, in Jesus name I, declare I declare and proclaim, I proclaim my courtship shall not be very long. My courtship shall be filled with sanctity and holiness. There shall be no wrong seeds of sexual sin or sexual sin, abuse and violence. My courtship shall be a time of prayers, godly counsel, adjustment and preparation. 
for the wedding. For the wedding. I declare victory I declare over victory. enemies over of courtship. Of I come against, I come against every, secret every secret plan of the enemy, of the enemy. Or acquaintances who are not happy about my courtship. Let the Holy Spirit expose them, expel them, and exterminate them. Say from today, I shall leave to see my wedding and my marriage come to pass in the name of Jesus. I declare a beautiful wedding and a lovely marriage. And for the whole church, we declare blessings. Say in the name of Jesus, today I speak blessings. Over my, over my family, I declare, I declare that, Lord, that Lord visit my home visit my with provision, provision protection, protection, preservation, preservation financial, breakthrough, financial breakthrough, favor, honor, honor children, children, houses, houses lands, lands, money, money peace, peace, joy. I destroy, I destroy every soul type and covenants with past sexual acquaintances and friends. I bind satanic spiritual husbands and wives fighting against my fruitfulness and I destroy every covenant made with them in Jesus' name. I pray that we are like trees planted by the rivers of water. Today, our hands are blessed. Are blessed. Whatever, we whatever we touch is blessed. Is blessed. And whatever we do, whatever we do is, blessed. is blessed in Jesus' name. In Jesus name. I prophesy. I prophesy, I prophesy that my home, that my home is, blessed. is blessed, my family, my family is, blessed. is blessed, my children, my children are, blessed. are blessed, my surroundings, my surroundings is, blessed. is blessed. I'll live a long life, a long life to fulfill God's purpose for my life in Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. I want you to know that Jesus came. He died on the cross for our sake. Amen. And he died basically in order to wash us from our sins. And anybody who is here and say, I want my sins to be forgiven. I want Jesus to be my Lord and my Savior. I want him to be the king of my life. I want you to raise your right hand. And I'm praying. I'll be praying with you. And Jesus will come into your heart. God bless you, my dear sister. God bless you. Lift your hand high. Lift your hand high. God bless you. Anybody wants to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, do not pass through the church and go to hell. Many people pass through the church and go to hell, but you, you want to receive Jesus Christ. If you have lifted up your hand, come, join me here. I want to pray for you shortly. Clap for them as you are coming to Jesus. Clap for them as you are coming to Jesus. How old are you? How old are you? Yeah? 11 years. Amen. God is going to use you. Amen. It's going to make you great. Lift your hand. And let's all join here to pray this prayer together as we lift our hand. Say, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father I come to you just as I am. Forgive me, Forgive me my sins and cleanse me and cleanse from me all unrighteousness. All unrighteousness. Lord, Jesus, Lord Jesus, come and save my heart. Be my king. Be my Lord and my master. I submit my life unto you from today. Take charge and absolute control over my life in Jesus' name. Father, I pray for these ones. I pray that they will be planted in your house and flourish in your cause. In Jesus' precious name, amen. God bless you. Hallelujah.